transported Australian Defence Force soldiers and workers from the Department of Foreign Affairs to process Afghan locals who were seeking to come to Australia. The flight carried 26 people out of Kabul, but Prime Minister Scott Morrison says there will be many more. He said he was keen to increase Australia's intake of Afghans over coming months, but had a clear message for people smugglers. We will only be resettling people through our official humanitarian program going through official channels. Wage growth remained limp in the June quarter despite reports of skills shortages in parts of the economy. The Wage Price Index, a key guide for wages growth used by the Reserve Bank and Treasury, rose 0.4% in the June quarter. This was up from an annual rate of 1.5% as of the March quarter, but remains close to the record low seen in the second half of 2020. Economists had expected a slightly stronger increase in the quarter. Queensland will further tighten its border with New South Wales as it relaxes internal COVID-19 restrictions after recording no new cases of the virus. Queensland has recorded one locally acquired case in the past four days, with Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk saying social distancing restrictions and an outdoor face mask mandate can ease from 4pm on Friday. Meanwhile, New South Wales has recorded its worst day of the coronavirus pandemic so far, with 633 new cases and three more deaths. Ms Palaszczuk says the rest of the country is relying on the containment of outbreaks in New South Wales. At the moment, there are too many people crossing the border. So that means we want to put even tighter restrictions on our border. It only takes one person crossing the border with Delta and we're into a lockdown. A sex worker in Melbourne's southeast suburbs has tested positive to COVID-19. Health Minister Martin Foley says the sex worker who lives in St Kilda tested positive in recent days. He says several of the workers' close contacts had been tested and had returned negative results. I stress there is no evidence of transmission having occurred because of this person's sex work occupation. But out of caution, we are asking that if you have employed a sex worker in the St Kilda area, you need to come forward and get tested. Jacinda Ardern says the growth of a Delta strain of COVID-19 outbreak in Auckland, which arrived via New South Wales, ratifies her government's decision to put New Zealand into lockdown. The outbreak has jumped from one to seven people as New Zealand begins its first nationwide lockdown since May last year. The level four lockdown, which is New Zealand's harshest level of restrictions, will last at least three days in an attempt to quash the spread of the deadly virus. And turning to sport, a privately managed Australian swimming league featuring athletes drafted to teams has been postponed because of coronavirus. The Australian Swimming League was slated to start in October, riding the wave of success of the nation's swim team at the Tokyo Olympics. But organisers have pushed back a start date until early next year, citing uncertainty surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic. The league was detailed during the Tokyo Games where Australian swimmers collected an Olympic high nine gold medals. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. And now for the latest weather on Alive 90.5. Welcome to Alive 9.5. This is Business Insights with Mario and Matt here in this... Fuck. 
Welcome. So, my apologies. So, currently we're sitting at 19 degrees and it's a sunny afternoon out there. Like on this Wednesday afternoon, I've got to say I'm really enjoying the sun recently and I've got short sleeve on as nor- as always, but so does Mario. That's a, that's a change of <laughs> pace. Tops of 19 degrees today, mostly sunny. Tomorrow, a little bit warmer. Tops of 22, mostly sunny. And Friday, even better. Tops of 24 degrees and it's going to be a sunny day there as well. Live 90.5, here's the latest traffic information. In Base Hill, the Hume Highway between Cairns Street and Strickland Street, it's been a car crash. A person's trapped, unfortunately. Heavy traffic conditions, the highway's been clo- closed in westbound direction. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Alloy 90.5. My name is Mario Beckers and my partner in crime, the awesome Matthew Carana. How are you, Beth? I'm good yourself. No, not bad. Listen, I we I know we're running out of the of the what's it calling um of the time. We just started a show. How's your week been? It's so good, far, it's yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I missed you last week. I miss you as well. You know, I mean look, but uh, for those who didn't know, like last week I had a big surgery and uh, you know, being <laughs> being young and naive and being in a couple wars, it just leaves the scars and Finally, I fixed it, and doctor gave me the clean, uh, clean slate, and he told me I can enjoy the rest of the life now without some other things. But Matt, let's go start crunching. You know, we are all experienced the uh, COVID restrictions, and uh, you know, most of people struggling. Matt and I struggling when we are giving each other hugs like a Teletubbies every day. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the beauty is of all of this radio show that we bring you the true people with the true expertise, real life experiences, and um, some people who really can influence your goodwill uh, and increase with your motivation to press forward. So I will read some uh, bio of our first guest who thankfully uh, accepted uh, my stalking on uh, LinkedIn through Tim Beeland. And um, (laughs) (laughs) um, his name is William Branham. Uh, he's a former U.S. Navy SEAL with 26 years of service, founder of New, New Double Recovery. He's a founder and the CEO of Naked Warrior Recovery, a CBD company focused on recovery veterans and first responders. He's a retired Navy SEAL with 26 years of service. He has served on both traditional SEAL teams, taught as a SEAL sniper instructor, and served on teams that specialized in undersea operations, whose missions must be approved by the President of the United States. President of the United States... He led major cooperation ranging from protecting the interim Iraqi elected officials to direct action missions in Baghdad and across Amber province. After retiring from military in 2018, he realized that he was suffering from physical and psychological symptoms that negatively impacted his well-being and quality of life. Migraines, severe anxiety, chronic pains, difficult focusing, difficult sleeping, falling asleep, and depressions are some of the symptoms he struggled on a daily basis. William, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. This is, uh, I think this is my first radio show ever. So really? It's a little bit weird. I'm used to looking at like, uh, at Zoom. This is, and, and, and actually this is my third interview of the day. I, I didn't do a very good job of, of, of scheduling my day. Oh, no, that's, like, that's okay. Oh my God, I've got another one. Okay, here we go. <laughs> well, you're warmed up at least, right? Look, I, I read it. I'm uh, warmed up for sure. Yeah, look, I, maybe a little exhausted. So if I, if I'm not quite on point, yeah. please forgive me. May I ask you, William, you know, like uh, geographically where you are, what time it is? Currently, right now, I'm in. I live in Hawaii, and it is uh, 6 p.m. on Tuesday, uh, August 17th. 
6 p.m. Hawaii. It looks like a distant future for Martin and I. <laughs> we are distant. We are limited on a five-kilometer radius, so the you know due to COVID oh, for man. last last eighteen months. But it look, it's it's a good one. William, first of all, thank you for accepting to be on a on a on a radio show with Matt and myself. And William, I I, I know it says in your signature Bobby, but you know if I say William too often, or you just correct me if you want to be Bobby. But it's a true honor uh, having you as a guest and i am full of admirations you know somebody who is in navy seals particularly the silent achievers like as yourself because as you know better than i do there's a lot of navy seals there who try to opt for the more um, leadership you know sharing uh, ideas and insights and everything else but in your own words who is bobby who is bobby yes I have no idea who is Bobby. Okay, so who is William Branham? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, was, uh, for the moment, I was thinking my English is it, man? <laughs> I actually wrote Bobby in the in when we were when we were trading messages, uh, yeah. texting earlier. Yeah, it's not to sound like you know. I don't know. And, yeah. And 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 it says Bobby on my screen right here. So I That's was like, oh, I don't know who is who is Bobby? Who is Bobby? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. I am. Let's see. I'm a retired Navy SEAL. I spent. Uh, you already told people what I do. I I grew up in Meridian, Mississippi, and for you know, um, to kind of give you an idea of what Mississippi is, it's kind of in the middle of the United States. There's not a lot there. There's a lot of pine trees. There's hunting. There's fishing. I was a Boy Scout, and uh, and I always knew I wanted to be some sort of a a, a commando of sorts. I also wanted to be a ninja when I was a kid, and I think I still do. I'm still trying to work on how to figure out how to be a ninja. I, I, that's a little harder, I think, than becoming a Navy SEAL. Uh, and, you know, some of my role models when I was growing up were like uh, John Wayne. He was in the movie. He was a West, in, you know, in Westerns, but he was also in the movie Green Berets uh, in, in Vietnam. Uh, Chuck Norris was in a movie called Delta Force, and that was also kind of, uh, you know, special forces. Um, let's see, John Rambo, he was a, you know, of course, a ranger, and he was part of some sort of special operation, something, and, you know, I was in the Boy Scouts, and I always, I knew I wanted to be something, but I didn't know what a Navy SEAL was. I was actually anti-Navy, because um, the, the town I grew up in wow. was, a, was a Navy town, and there was, you know, all the kids would, you know, they would graduate boot camp, and they would come to my town to go through, you know, sort of the uh, schools to learn how to do their Navy job and they would be out in town in their uniform and they all acted like a bunch of idiots and I was like I will never be in the Navy first of all their uniforms are ugly and, and uh, <laughs> second of all they're they're they act like a bunch of idiots and you know and then someone told me about you know oh you want to be a you know you want to be the best in the in the world in uh, you know special forces you should become a Navy SEAL I'm like oh that's cool what do they do well first of all they're the best and then secondly they, you know, they jump out of airplanes, they shoot guns, they blow stuff up, they run around in the woods, they scuba dive, they do all this other stuff. And I was like, okay, where do I sign? And so the uh, one day the Navy recruiter just happened to call my grandmother's house where I was sitting. And, uh, and he said, you know, have you ever thought about joining the Navy? Had he called me six months earlier, I would have said, no way, Jose. But uh, I had just learned about what a Navy SEAL was or what I thought it was. And I went down to the Navy recruiting office. I watched a really cheesy video. And I was like, yeah, where do I sign up? And by the way, I also <laughs> want to be Tom Cruise. And uh, I want to fly F-14. So that's kind of uh, that's how I kind of got to where I am today. That was at least the beginning. 
that is very impressive before Matt, but I know that Matt it has a burning desire. Uh, what you don't know, William, uh, Matt Caruana is 21 years old man uh, who sits next to me in the studio every Wednesday, this radio show, and uh, I'm pretty sure you and him are going to come across a lot of questions, fiery questions, for one simple reason. He is uh, he tried to commit suicide six years ago, correct, Matt? Five years ago. Now. Five years yeah, ago, yeah. yeah. And uh, he decided to jump from the building six years ago, 35 meters high, and uh, he survived. Wow. Now, when I told him, you know, I mean, now he's actually uh, reversed that what decision to help other people uh, not to commit suicide. And then I'm reading your bio, and I'm like, oh, my God. But interesting enough, before Matt asks you a question, um, it's that you have the same superheroes and you and from US. So imagine for me growing up in communism in Yugoslavia, <laughs> I have the same same right. heroes, you know. But you know, I was a different, different story. Matt, do you have a question for William? No, absolutely. I've I'm like honestly I'm I'm just intrigued by the Navy SEAL experience. Was it I, I, I just I, I suppose I, I don't want to spend too much time on the Navy SEAL experience, but like I love to know what does it take mentally to become one? To become a commander so, sort of role, you know, it's it's. I would say it's. I'm asked this question a fair amount, and you know, people are looking for like some sort of a ratio, like you know, is it 50% mental and 50% physical, or 70-30 or something like that. And I'm and I'm going to tell you that it's it's 100% physical and it's 100% mental. It's 100% of both, and. And, and, and quite honestly, SEAL training was actually fun for me. It took me a long time to get there. I had a lot of adversity just trying to get to SEAL training because the Navy, I made some decisions in the Navy that uh, where the Navy said, uh, sorry, you're going to be too important for these other jobs that we want you to do. We're not going to let you go be a Navy SEAL. <laughs> right. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah. And, and I joined the Navy to be a SEAL. And I was like, well, hold on. Let's talk about this for a minute. And, uh, and so... We, they they just said no. You know, the, the decision makers said no. And then one day, the, the most senior guy in the Navy came to my ship in, in Yokosuka, Japan, where I was stationed at the time. And he said, you know, does anyone have any questions? And I raised my hand. And I'm talking to the guy that's the most senior guy in the Navy. And the only two people that are more senior to him at the time was the Secretary of Defense and the President of the United States. So he, like, he was the top dog. Yeah. And I raised my uh, hand and I said, hey, yeah, I have a question. I joined the Navy to be, a, to be a SEAL. I think I deserve a chance to go. These other people say that I can't go. Uh, what do you think? I think I deserve a chance. And he's like, he looks at my commanding officer and he says, is he a good guy? And he's like, yeah, he's a good guy. He was a sailor of the quarter this quarter, which is like, you know, employee of the month, something like that. And he turns back to me and says, check, you'll be in the first class after your time on this ship is up. And so six weeks later, I was off to California. So... I, I, it took me 13 months to get through a, a short, a six short months of, of SEAL training. So 13 months to finish six months of training because I kept getting injured and I was like, this is, this is fine. I'm not leaving. I'm not quitting. Quitting was never an option. You know, I will, you know, you can kick me out. I would prefer that you not. Yeah. Um, but quitting was never an option. Like this was my, my path. This is what I had, you know, really dreamt of being. And really I was having fun, even though it sucked, you know, it was, it was a lot of work. And there were people who were such better athletes than me going through training. And I was mediocre at best as far as, you know, physical performance. But, uh, you know, quitting was never, ever an option. So, um, so yeah, I just continued uh, pushing and, and eventually graduated. And then, you know, the real work started when I got to the SEAL teams, 
because there's a lot of people that, you know, they, they'll graduate SEAL training, but then they get to the SEAL teams and they realize that they're not really cut out for it. So SEAL training is just about, it's about selection. Um, it's a selection so, yeah, process. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's total selection. Do you have what it takes? And I can tell you that I've done things in the real world experiences and even in training that were much harder than anything that I did in BUDS in SEAL training to include Hell Week, which was five and a half days of no sleep and you're wet and miserable the entire time and you carry this boat around and it's, it is really hell uh, for five and a half days. But I've had experiences outside of, of training that were far worse than anything that I experienced inside of inside of SEAL training. And how long took you? Yes, my sorry. Well, I, I, was, I was just going to say, it sounds like you went from like one world to the other where you've had to incorporate 100% your mind, 100% your body. It's like a whole new way of like life in a way. Then what was the transition like outside of that back to the real world, outside of like from Navy SEAL training, like yeah, outside of it? So once I, so I spent 26 years in the military. Really, I spent my entire adult life in the military. That's a long time, yeah. And, time. and, and you know, I, I always say that my transition from military life to civilian life is the hardest military mission I've ever been on. Because I went from like one day, I knew who I was, I knew what my mission was, I had purpose, I had drive, I had a badass team with a badass mission, and the next day, I had nothing. You know, I had no mission, I had no team, I had no purpose, I had no nothing. And so that was like, that's a really hard thing to comprehend, you know, especially for people who are, you know, they want to always want to excel, always want to be better than the person next to them, always, you know, competing. All of a sudden I had no one to compete with. I had nothing to do with no mission, no purpose. And so that was very hard. And, you know, kind of the ways that I would, I would deal with some of that, you know, and I've got some baggage also from, you know, some toxic relationships or from, um, you know, things from work and uh and so i had a lot of noise in my head and so i would pretty much just drink myself to sleep at night and uh and that's not really a very good way to get ahead in life can i ask you some i can ask a question one one william um sure what what i'm what i'm strikes me you know first of all with the matt you know when i when i met the matt last year and 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 you know we start developing friendship and like a teletubbies start hugging each other and you know he's becoming fat yeah. in his wheelchair and I need to push him and everything else but what I, what that strikes me that people like yourself or Matt it's a honesty and why you are so openly honest about your mistakes because you know as I said like as a, as a amateur I, I don't know nothing about Navy SEALs or the life and I saw Demi Moore she done a Navy SEALs in an hour and a half in a movie a fallen relationship yeah. as a sex and everything um, but the thing is why you are honestly open about your mistakes so first of all when when demi moore made that movie i was actually <laughs> going through seal training oh really? <laughs> i'm sorry did you know this I, i'm not kidding you <laughs> i'm not kidding you i was actually going through seal training when when demi moore was was doing the research for the movie and uh and so i remember they had us like out in the in the compound you know working out and things like that and then she comes walking by just to kind of show off like hey we have these guys out here working out and this is what it's going to be like when you make your movie or whatever and she's about i don't know like five foot nothing maybe less and she had this giant like six seven giant black bodyguard walking around her and i was thinking to myself i'm like you don't you you're probably in probably the safest place you could ever be yeah, uh, on that's earth for right sure, now yeah. and you got you got your your bodyguard with you but okay right on um but kind of going back to to you know how am i so honest about what um 
you know, my past or my, my baggage, if you will. And, you know, I started a company called Naked Warrior Recovery. And I, in some of that, you know, why, I, why did you I, start I, that I company, with, Naked Warrior Recovery? I, 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 I started it. Yeah. So I retired in, I retired uh, August 1st of 2018. Um, and I started Naked Warrior Recovery. I launched the website uh, March 1st of 2020. So it was about a year and a half in there of kind of figuring some stuff out, failing, succeeding, some successes, some failures. And, and so I, I had to, you know, like I said, I had to kind of figure some of my stuff out because I'm like, I'm just drinking myself to sleep at night. I don't have a mission. I don't have a purpose. I don't have, you know, I don't, I don't know who I am or what I'm supposed to do now. And, and I wasn't always this brave. I probably most of my life, I, I, hid any sort of weakness that I may have or some weakness that someone may perceive of me. And, and I remember it wasn't, we were pretty, I was probably in the Navy for 23, 24 years when someone that I looked up to um, said something that was like kind of, um, it, it caught my attention because I looked at this person like as just the baddest man on earth, like, you know, hard as nails and then he was just being vulnerable about some stuff and I was like wow you just right. showed weakness okay. the piranhas are coming out and no one came after him and then someone else did it and like I like the bravery like when 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 they became these mentors of mine became brave enough to say that they were weak or they had a hard time with something or they were struggling or whatever I was like are you kidding me I you know I have even more respect for them now and I'm you know, kind of like waiting for other people to pounce on them and, and no one did, but I had to also walk through my own, um, sort of walk through my own, uh, get rid of my own baggage. And so naked worry recovery, part of that is, is, you know, get naked. So I have this, this, uh, slogan that I've coined and it's get naked. And really what it is, is it's your ego. You walk around with this ego on and we wear it around like body armor. So yeah. in the SEAL teams, we go into combat, we put our body armor on, you know, because we're going into harm's way. And sometimes that armor comes in, you know, very effective uh, because, you know, bad guys are trying to hurt us. And so the armor saves our lives. But what we do in our real life is we walk around with this armor on and, you know, maybe we've been attacked and I'm going to use air quotes here when I say attacked. It can be the smallest thing. It can be like a political situation. It could be someone said something to us that we took in a wrong way. Maybe someone was being malicious to us and they're actually attacking us. But we like we take these these little attacks and pain is cumulative. So if I poke you in the arm, you know, just tap you in the arm over time, you're going to be like, that's kind of annoying. But after about an hour, that's going to be really annoying. And after about 10 hours, that's going to like leave a mark. It's going to hurt and it's going to leave a bruise and it's going to be a bigger bruise. And so that's kind of the way that we take all these little attacks uh, and, and we just find ourselves in like self-defense mode all the time in this sort of this fight is, or flight. This is, this is truly, so, truly inspiring, William. Really, I mean, like, like, you know, as you can hear, we, 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 we don't even talk here, but Matt, he's, um, he needs to stop you both of us and everybody to listen to you for the moment because we need to take a break, a short break, uh, William, and we'll come back. What do you say, Matt? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it. Sounds good. You are, guys, you're listening to Business Insights with Mario and Matt. Just for a quick short break. We'll be back soon. Alive 90.5.
sinking feeling that you forgot to get the gas bottle filled for the barbecue or outdoor heater? Do you worry about transporting a gas bottle in the boot of your car? Kangaroo Gas has got you covered. Kangaroo Gas will deliver 8.5 kilogram gas bottles to your home or business. Call 0405 LPG LPG or go to kangaroogas.com.au That's 0405 LPG LPG online at kangaroogas.com.au or find them on Facebook. Station sponsor SE Timbers Castle Hill are flooring experts. Not just flooring, SE Timbers supply, install and guarantee solid timber, engineered laminate and vinyl flooring as well as carpet blinds and shutters an authorised dealer of major brands like Borel, Preference and Quickstep 
Call 9894-6660 or visit setimbers.com.au to arrange a free quote today. Station sponsor, SE Timber Floors and Shutters. Ingrained quality. It's 28 minutes past two here on a live 90.5. This is Business Insights with Mario and Matt. We've been very blessed, very blessed. We've been speaking with William Brunham and the story behind this man is incredible. Ex-Navy SEAL. Now he he operates the naked, sorry. Naked, the, the naked, uh, naked n- warrior recovery. It's a, um, yeah. And, and you know what I like about this one, mate? I know, I'm just going inter- to interrupt you. There's no glitter on this one. You know, there's, I know there's a lot of Navy SEALs there, you know, with the podcast and everything else. But this guy, I know I said guy because I saw his Instagram and everything else. It's it's real. It's a real deal. So mm. please. Well, and one thing I'm truly appreciating is the authenticity that comes behind it. And so, Will, the question that comes to my mind that it, it really lingers is you hear a lot about so ex-veterans and the suicide rates how they're through the roof people who have, have, have experienced war and like what comes out afterwards is really what's hard and you mentioned that transitioning from y- y- your service to the real world was the hardest task you've ever done what was the if you, if you don't mind me asking in your experience and the people that you would know the like when it comes to the PTSD the suicides is it as high and as bad as we do here? So this is what I know. The the numbers are, so for Naked Warrior Recovery, our mission is 22 to zero. So the number 22 is what the Veteran Affairs has estimated that that is the number of, of veterans that take their lives every single day. And if you want to make it wow. even more personal, my dad committed suicide and he was a veteran. So he <sighs> falls into that 22, uh, 22 number. And I didn't even like think about that until like, it was just like a few weeks ago when that like kind of sort of hit home. I was like, oh my God, that's, you know, uh, one more reason to to start this and, and get this thing moving. But yeah, so we've lost more veterans to suicide than we have in 20 years of sustained combat in between Iraq and Afghanistan. That's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking. And, yeah. um, and so what and, do you- And actually the, the, the new numbers that I've, I've seen as of March, I'm sorry, November of 2020, that number has actually increased to, to 26 a day instead of the 22 um, because of the whole lockdown and and things like that. May I interrupt you just for a second, William? I know we grow up on a different continents and different ideologies and everything else. And, you know, even I was, you know, I was in military school as a 14 years old. I was in communism, you know, normal thing. You know, you finish primary school, eighth grade, 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 eighth grade and first grade of primary school, high school, it's a year 14 or 15. And then, you know, I went to military school. But... And, you know, like, even I was a little commie, and I mean, everything else, but I always look at so high into the, the, the U.S., you know, even even I knew it, you know, was a different setup. But one thing I would have learned after the war for independence, Yugoslavia, that there's not many people like yourself, you know, we send young men, you know, to go in the war, and somehow people come broken. And system always throws money into some veteran hospitals and all these things. But the suicide is a, it's the biggest, biggest, uh, biggest, uh, how to say, issue, uh, issue. You know, I mean, for the for mm. the people who been in combat. You know, I mean. So I want to say to you on behalf, everybody across the globe, uh, William. Thank you, thank you for the for for looking after the, for these people. And you know, I mean, even your honest approach, saying, you know, that you have a no mission, sleepless nights, you're drinking and everything else, you know, people don't say these things. People don't say these things. Right. People are just right. talking, it's, it's, I'm the greatest guy, I'm the greatest father, look at me, husband, and, you know what I mean? This is what makes me happy that I have it today on the show. 
It's it's thank, all, it's thank all, you and and sorry and sorry, that's please. all about like this this sort of get naked mindset that I've kind of developed and it was you know it's a culmination of like 26 years of service and it's it's really what I used to kind of get my to straighten my wagon and and I've and I put it out there for for other people to kind of to kind of help them and and you know what so naked is an it's an acronym and the N stands for never quit and I don't mean like never quit smoking or drinking or doing drugs or whatever it's like never quit on yourself never quit on you know you have a task to do like attack that task every day and if it seems unattainable you chop that task up into you know you know bite-sized pieces rome wasn't built in a day but it was built every single day it didn't fall Mm -hmm. in a day either it fell every day after that so you know you have to if you want to have greatness you know you you have to you know take that goal take that mission whatever it is and then it's you know if it's worth doing it's worth finishing so chop that thing up into 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 you know bite-sized pieces like small victories that you can achieve every day that's sign- and then, you know i have i've got this whole spiel about like what naked is the a is accept failure uh the k is kill mediocrity the the e is expose your fears and the d is do the work and so you know uh, that's all about like taking your ego off competing against your ego competing you know in everything that you do every day compete in kindness compete in charity compete in like doing goodness in the world and then that's that's really what what you know if we can like change everyone's mindset to get naked then we can really change the world to make it a better place it's amazing and like as you're sharing what the naked action means and what it means to be quote-unquote naked with well, i don't know it, it's just what what i'm getting from it it seems what's underneath all of that is just being authentic to who you are, right? Exactly. It's your authentic self. It's, that's exactly right because we always like, want to do more. We always want to push more. We, and we want to be real. It's just society sort of con- conditions us to not to be that. And honestly, like, I'm I, I, I'm in admiration for, for, for what you're bringing out to the also world. Also admiration. We need to promote this podcast. So, William, what are we going to do today? Um, now we, when we have the, your social media links, which we're going to ask you to, to say publicly, uh, this podcast is going to be available on the radio station uh, website, live905.com.au, and uh, we're going to promote this so much because I would like to people come in touch with you. Awesome. So, you know, for the, uh, yeah? Uh, abs- yeah, abs- ab- absolutely. And um, firstly, ha- how can people learn more about Naked Warrior? Hello? William? Oh, he's just—he's just—he's left, unfortunately. He's left, yeah. Yeah. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, well, we'll take a short break, and uh, you know, we try to establish a relationship. So, a quick, uh, quick break, and we'll see if it's uh, will they can come back with a more info how we can find him. If not, uh, we're gonna repeat the details how we can talk to this awesome human, William Branham, uh, ex Navy SEAL, 26 years of. I will not lie. Sorry, I will lie. 26 years of the service in uh, uh, Navy SEALs and he saw all, he done all and uh, he's somebody who can help you a lot. So take a short break, you're listening to Line 5 with uh, Matt and Mari on the Business Insights. Two sexy voices, one is a sexy man. Stick around. <laughs> <laughs> Alive 90.5. We are the Insight Intelligence Group, specialising in Australian corporate investigations and information risk management, workplace investigations, competitor analysis, social media intelligence, reputational risk management, internal or external investigations. Professional and proactive, Insight Intelligence Group works with you to ensure the success of the investigation. Australia-wide or global, facts, not opinion. 02 9837. Insight Intelligence. 
station sponsor. Heels to Hawkesbury Community News is a fortnightly free local publication packed with stories about local people, news, puzzles and a whole lot more, including history, a guide to community groups, tradesmen and a variety of local advertisers. Supporting the community for 35 years and as a proud sponsor of Alive 90.5, we believe it's important to keep our community connected. Enjoy your coffee with station sponsor Hills to Hawkesbury Community News. Pick up a copy at your local shopping centre, visit hillstohawkesbury.com.au or follow them on Facebook. It's a human sound when things go wrong, when the sound of her lingers and temptations strong. We uh, got uh, William back online. Uh, William, can you hear us? William, hello. Yes, sir. Uh, hello, yes, hello. There you are. Okay, sorry. It was hello. A lot. Hello. I, I think that COVID can even stop us. You know, I mean, to contact via via internet. So, like, we <laughs> apologize to all our listeners. Before the William, uh, well, our internet connection dropped down. I just uh, inform you again, the podcast and this interview with the William. It's gonna be tonight after six thirty p.m. Sydney time on yes. our website alive905.com.au. And uh, you're going to be able to hear it and you can enjoy it, uh, this conversation again. So, please, Matt, can you talk to William and how people can Absolutely, find Absolutely, yeah. William, how can people get in touch with you? Firstly, how can people get in touch with Naked Warrior? So, I would go to the website, the number five, sealsecrets.com. Would it, you'll learn about what Get Naked is all about. And then uh, the other is Instagram, at Naked Warrior Recovery is my Instagram. So, those are the two best ways to get a hold of me. Perfect. Perfect. William, look, thank you very much for finding time to talk to us. Hopefully, going to have you soon again. And as I said, please stay in touch with uh, with Matt, Matt and myself. We're going to now stalk you on, uh, on your social media. Ladies and gentlemen, please come on our Instagram, Naked Warrior Recovery. Uh, dot. Uh, that's where the William is most there. He says you can find him as well across the other websites, William uh, at NW. Da- sorry, uh, what is this one? What is this called? nw-recovery.com. Recovery.com. That's his email. But that's like, come tonight on our website, line905.com.au. There's an interview with William. And please feel free to get in touch with him. I'm certain that he can help you because he's a man who done all, sees all, and he's somebody who can look really 
into you and tell you how to become the better anxiousness what else you know the fear leadership this is the man you want to talk william thank you very much for being our guest today yes sir thank you for having me <laughs> thank you so much william. thank you will it was an honor truly you have such authenticity and i'm very grateful guys that was thank you very much that was william the founder of the naked warrior and the 26 year serving navy seal he is an incredible man go follow him on all his socials we'll be back shortly after the break Hello, I'm Sam Mamone and Director of Cherrybrook Real Estate, the specialist in residential management. Call us on 9980-9860. We pride ourselves on taking the stress out of property management, looking after you and your investment at a competitive rate. If you need property management, call me, Sam Mamone from Cherrybrook Real Estate, 9980-9860. Station sponsor. This train will be stopping at Pendle Hill, Toongabi, Seven Hills. Show your support and show up. Blacktown City FC. Your town, your team. Alive 90.5. Broadcasting to the hills, Parramatta and Cumberland. I told you that I never would I told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay Need you to stay I get drunk, wake up, I'm wasted still I realize the time that I wasted I feel like you can't feel the way y'all feel If you can't be right Can't be right yeah. I do the same thing I told you that I never would I told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay Need you to stay yeah. I do the same thing I told you that I never would I told you I changed Even when I knew I never could Know that I can't find nobody else as good as you I need you to stay Need you to stay yeah. When I'm away from you I miss your touch
16 minutes to three on a live 90.5. We're currently sitting at 18 and a half degrees. This oh my God, it's nice to warm, man. <laughs> <laughs> Inside the studio, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, well, can you imagine? I'm in the short sleeves together alongside next to the Matt Caruana, the magic voice. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to say thank you to our guest before this, uh, William, who shared with, his, uh, with us and with all of you uh, some secrets and insights how to overcome your fears, anxieties, and help can help your leadership. So feel free to come tonight on the website live905.com.au and then you can enjoy this podcast. However, Matt, you asked me how I know Bobby. Bobby, he's not mm. in Queensland. He's, he's misleading us. He's, he's enjoying the free us. life. You know, I mean, he left us here in this prison. So like, so let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob, Bobby. Hey, um, hey, Bobby, hey, um, hey, Bobby. Just, just want to quickly share some feedback going with the phone, unfortunately. Um, um, yep, he can hear okay. us. But, oh, yeah, I got you. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, it's okay, just perfect, there's yeah, a bit of just, feedback. There's a bit of feedback. Yeah, we can hit ourselves yeah, double. They have maybe some... Um, radio uh, open radio or open computer or, or some speakers? Well, it's on speaker because the Clean Feed app is on speaker because I haven't got headphones. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Well, we're going to hit ourselves well, twice. That's okay. We're going to change it somewhat? No. That's a, that, that's a, I, th- I think what might work is if Mario, do you want to let up WhatsApp? Um, so, can you can you can you answer us on a WhatsApp? I'm calling right now instead of uh, clean feed, please. You better hear yourself. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, so guys, we're, we're we're very blessed to have Bobby live with us, and I um just just want just want to share that I'm, I'm very grateful for each and one one of you tuning in. Bobby Hale is the CEO of Hale Travel, and he has quite a story himself. To share with us here, Bobby, can you hear us? I can. Thanks for having me. Awesome, guys. awesome. Now we can, now now we can talk properly. Sounds great. So, Bobby, can you share with our listeners who is a Bobby Hell? Yeah. So I'm just like most people there, an Aussie bloke. Um, grew up in country South Australia, and um, basically now I've spent the last kind of 10, 11 years working in the in the travel industry, uh, specialising in adventure travel and mountaineering and trekking and hiking. And then obviously the last couple of years, um, since COVID hit, specialising in getting, you know, lost Australians home back to Australia and, and repatriating those that need to leave. So, so Bobby, you know, I, I stalk you uh, personally on a, on a Facebook Facebook um, for the reason... You know, I can disclose to the, to the to the listeners. You know, we are here in Australia for 18 months, and um, I was looking the way how to come out of the Australia as easy as possible and all these restrictions. But Bob, can you, Bob, uh, sorry, can you share with us 2020 January till today? What's happened with the tourism industry across the globe in Australia and in US? Yeah, great question. Look, it it really is. It's chalk and cheese. So I remember sitting in a meeting January last year with a whole bunch of industry colleagues and we kind of said to each other, oh, look, this virus has hit. It could be a tough six months. And we had all kind of prepared ourselves for, you know, a slight downturn in business over the following six months. And I think no one expected what has hit. Um, and so obviously with the both inbound and outbound travel restrictions for Australians, it's just decimated the industry. Um, although domestic travel is still allowed in Australia, the confidence in doing that is so low because of all these snap border closures that no one's no one's traveling um 
overseas, it's a completely different story. The rest of the world is still moving. Um, United States actually had one of its biggest last months of travel domestically um, that it's ever had in the last month. So people are still traveling overseas and, and around the place. In other parts of the world, just Australia seems to have, yeah, obviously shut down. And, and that's the strategy they've taken, which has got its pros and cons. But it's, it's decimated the tourism industry both locally and overseas for sure. So do you see the recovery happening overseas when it comes to tourism? Oh, absolutely. Oh, definitely. It's um, look, it's, it is still slower, no doubt, but it's it's definitely it's still existed. I would say, you know, they're talking about the recovery of the tourism industry. Well, it almost needs to be a rebirth because the tourism industry is not just struggling; it's dead. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm talking here mainly about the outbound tourism industry. Obviously, domestically, people are still hanging on, but the outbound tourism industry is obviously non-existent at the moment. So, overseas, it's still going. It's still going quite strong. Um, needs needs a boost, but it's still moving, whereas in Australia, there's nothing left. If that's the industry, I'm curious as to people's mindsets around travel. What do you think people are thinking and feeling towards travel? Do you think they they miss it? Do you think they're fearful of it? Do you? I'd love to hear your take on it as a professional. Yeah, people are terrified. They really are. Really? Wow. Um, absolutely terrified because they're terrified of losing tens of thousands of dollars that they've you know been saving or or have to spend to be able to travel for these emergencies um and losing it all to a you know a non-refundable flight or a, a border lockdown that didn't expect they didn't expect to happen or a government loophole they didn't quite jump through um mm. so people are really afraid to travel it's it's yeah it's really changed mindsets it's heartbreaking because you have people with families overseas you have people who like need to travel to work and all this other stuff and I suppose lifestyles as a whole have just going down the drain yeah that's the thing it's it's and look, i'm i'm not in you know i i don't think people should be traveling just for fun at the moment like there's obviously reasons that these lockdowns are in place but it's really hard when you see families that are separated or you know husbands and wives that are separated i've heard of husbands that have never seen their, their newborn babies because they got separated just before the baby was born i've seen wow you know people that have got parents in the deathbed that haven't been able to say one last goodbye those kind of things that's what's really tough at the that's a, that's a heartbreaking and that's for the that's for the you know for the sake of this this conversation you know we we can't politicize nothing but what i try to say you know and get the, your uh, honest uh, you know feedback about everything but before we dig deep into this traveling thing bobby why why traveling eh? why didn't you become i don't know it it engineer or you know <laughs> what i mean like uh, something like this you know what i mean like why why traveling you know, you know what? It's it's a very good question, and the last eighteen months I've been asking myself this a lot. Um, it's it's a feeling, and it's an education that you can't get any other way. Like no matter how many hours you spend in a classroom, or you know how many subjects you take, you can't learn the things that spending time with another culture will teach you. And that's why I fell in love with travel and fell in love with with helping other people travel because it gives them experiences that you can't replicate, um, and teaches them things that you can't learn from a book, you can't learn from the internet, you can't learn from a video. It's, um, it re- you know, the cliche of life changing, it's thrown around a lot, but it really does change people's lives. And I think that's why I love what I do is because I get to see people truly transform by experiencing things they can't get back home. Oh, Jesus. Hey. See, I think, like, look, my son is uh, 19 years old in February next year, okay? So I, I'm looking at him. I do remember last year we went, uh, I went for the work in Singapore. And uh, the, the bottom line is, you know, I said to him, this time we can afford... In, Matt, did you see that Marina Bay Sand Hotel? You know, that, that, that amazing structure, you know, look yes, like a yeah, ship yeah, on top yeah, here. Yeah. Anyway, I said to him, are we going to stay there? And he says, oh, great, daddy, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, we went there, 
and it was a Chinese New Year, and the COVID started sort of crawling in the news and everywhere. You know, he wasn't he wasn't interested. He wasn't uh, he wasn't in, he wasn't interested in me. He was interested more like a show of the, the girls, you know, for Instagram or anything else. <laughs> and then everything stopped. And I said to him, "Life is changing." And he lost like a two years of learning, as you say, other cultures. Because you know, I was very proud to take him on one of my trips in, in Emirates or Singapore in Asia. You know, so he can see other people and you know, how they look like, how, how they talk, you know, how they do things. Then suddenly they all disappear. Do you agree with me that it's going to be hard to adjust the generations from last year, this year, on that learning curve about other cultures because of the due to COVID? Absolutely. And it's not just in Australia, it's around the world. When we, when we kind of isolate our own cultures within itself, you keep in your own little echo chamber and you, you suddenly stop thinking about what else is out there. And so it is going to take a long time, not just for Australia to get back to learning other cultures, but the rest of the world to experience other cultures as well. Yeah. Um, it's, it's yeah, absolutely. It's going to take a long time for those. It's going to be a big gap, kind of all those people that didn't get to do the gap year or that is true. You know, didn't get to take off and experience it. Yeah. So what was your biggest hurdle, you know, biggest obstacle, you know, to launch your business, boy? What was your biggest, what was your biggest problem or issue or obstacle you know when you start your own business um i think it's um self-motivation to be honest with you it's 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 really really hard and people talk about the success they have when they start a new business and you hear of all these entrepreneurs making money and this and that and how great it is to work for yourself <laughs> but what they don't tell you is it's a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> it is like, like on instagram on instagram looks like easy like you know Matt uh, and I, it yeah. looks glamorous yeah, yeah. like <laughs> particularly the females there, I mean, like, it's like, Jesus, man, like, they're, they're all enjoying the life in everywhere else. But it's a hard work. You agree, Bobby, yeah, right? It is really, really hard work. And when it's, you know, 10 p.m. on a Tuesday night and you're still trying to answer emails and you've been sitting in your pajamas by yourself all day because you haven't got work mates yet, <laughs> trying to find that motivation is really tough. So for young entrepreneurs, yeah? yeah? So for young, young entrepreneurs, Bobby, who are venturing into the business, what would you be your biggest, your be your best advice for somebody? Would you say, don't do it? Or would you say, stay on the course? Or oh, no, absolutely. I would say, jump into it with both feet. I would, I'll be the first person to say, it's incredible. Why but. is that there? Why is that? <laughs> but, but. <laughs> I mean, there's a but there. Yeah. The but is, make sure you're doing something that you are absolutely 100% passionate about. And you're not just doing something to make money. Because if you're just in the business to make a dollar, there's a lot easier ways. But if you're doing something that you wake up and you're generally excited to do every single day, that'll get you through the hard parts. It's, um, it's and I think that's, that's the big thing is making sure you can, you know, you love what you do. That's where the inner inspiration comes from, right? And it's, I mean, like I, I suppose I could speak from my own experience too. It's just, it's, it's all about loving what you do. And you wake up looking forward to the day as a, matter, as a result, right? I'm sure you could, you could relate to that. Absolutely. I mean, I, I still get excited when I get an email from a new client saying, oh, I want to go here. And I go, yes, I can't wait to help you with that. <laughs> and, and that kind of excitement is what drives, is what keeps it going through those times when you've got to sit there and fill out your best statement or you've got to, you know, do your accounts or all those boring bits that you might not enjoy. If you, if you love the 90% the of your business, it makes that 10% a lot easier. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a Bobby Hale. Bobby, what are we going to do now, Matt? We have the news three o'clock, which is uh, in uh, four minutes, Bobby. We have this short break, and we'll be back in seven to eight minutes, Bobby. You stay with us? Sounds great. I'll be oh, here. Yeah, okay, thank you. Oh, perfect. Talk, talk to you guys soon. Sounds great. Alive 90.5.
Mmm. Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling is slow cooked for that big crunch and taste. Put some crunch in your munch. As a 100% Australian-owned business, Penny's Crispy Pork Crackling have been supplying deliciously crispy snacks in three crunch-tastic flavours, barbecue, chilli and original, to pubs, bottle shops, grocers and butchers in the Hills District. Order some now by visiting our website at pennyscrackling.com.au, spelt with a Y, or calling 028068 Station sponsor. Term 3 courses are open for enrolments at the Parramatta College and you have the option to learn either face-to-face in the classroom or online via Zoom. Courses include leisure and lifestyle, languages, computer skills, business and work skills. Fee-free training is also available. This training is subsidised